0: Is that designer luggage? Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Suitcase, by Chris Naylor Ballesteros, published by Clarion Books. The Suitcase is a tale about an ambiguous animal that comes to town. The animals of the town don't trust him and end up breaking into his suitcase to see what he's up to. Will they find a murder weapon? Or will they find some old airplane peanuts from the last trip? Well, no need to bring a suitcase. Looks like this guy's got enough room in his for all of us. Now, let's get cooking. We begin watching our ambiguous main character. He's disheveled and dragging a massive suitcase. I've only seen someone this worn out one other time. It was after they got back from Afghanistan. He must be married. A nosy neighbor comes up and immediately asks him, what's in the suitcase? Rude. No introduction? No. Hi, how are you? Just, what's in the box? Nobody starts with that. This bird is looking to jump him. If I were him, I'd be high stepping it out of there faster than you can say, Pack your bags. Cause, next thing you know, that bird is gonna pull a gun and tell him, Empty your pockets! But, then again, that'd be pretty stupid, cause he's not wearing any clothes. For whatever reason, the guy stops, has a seat on his suitcase, and tells him what's inside. I don't know who's playing who. Is he some grifter looking for sympathy? Or no? Worse, a sales rep trying to sell him on a weekly meal plan. Sir, do you have a second to talk? What's your normal dinner look like? Like garbage. Now leave me alone. I'm not spending $40 a meal on shit I still have to make. What do I look like, Gordon Ramsay? No, a dumb schmuck. You may be right, but still. Well, whoever or whatever this animal is, We know he's British, because he tells the animal he has a teacup in the suitcase, just in case it's tea time. Another animal shows up to this little meet and greet, and is like, What the hell you got that massive suitcase for? For a teacup! Something doesn't add up here. Unless, he doesn't want the cup broken, and he's got a bunch of bubble wrap around it. But, more likely, he's stashing drugs, a dead body, or... He's looking to fill it with either of those. In response to being called out, he tells them he's got a whole dining set in there. Did he just come from Ikea? What the hell is he lugging around a dining set for? Unless, that's all he got out of his divorce. He was left all beleaguered and haggard, but at least he got that dining room set. Again, another town's member, a fox this time. No, not a hot chick an actual fox, comes in and is like, fake nose, now why you got a dining set in there. I don't know, it is a pretty damn big suitcase. Well, the creature doubles down and tells the fox not only does he have a dining set, he's got a whole house. Now that brings a whole new meaning to mobile home. I have to say, I'm on the edge of my seat. I want to know who steals from who here. The three animals? or the one creature who stumbled into town. I guess that's going to have to wait though, because the creature decides to take a nap. He must be a transient, or a heavy sleeper. Yes, finally. The group turns on him and is like, fuck this guy. Get off all streets and get a job." The fox tells the others, get me a rock and make it quick. I'm bashing that suitcase open. Who knows what this guy could be hiding. He could work for the cable companies and be the guy filling up the mailboxes with the same damn Wi Fi deal that everyone else offers. We get it. I can get 500 megabytes for $40 a month. Leave me alone. I made my decision six months ago. So they bash open the creature's big suitcase to find a broken teacup and a photo. Was the teacup broken before or after they decided to hammer into the suitcase with a rock? If I were them, I would close it up and get the hell out of there before he finds out. Quote, Meanwhile, the sleeping stranger dreamed about running away and hiding, about climbing over mountains, dot dot dot, dot dot, dot and swimming across deep waters. End quote. Maybe he would have had an easier time running away if he wasn't lugging around such a big suitcase. Should have packed lighter. Well, he wakes up from his slumber, and we get this interaction. Quote, I'm sorry I broke your suitcase. We fixed it the best we could. And we've been busy while you were sleeping. We hope you like it. Thank you. It's... Dot dot dot. It's perfect. There's just one tiny problem. Dot dot dot. End quote. You destroyed my antique teacup worth thousands of dollars. By trying to fix it, you actually made it worse. He doesn't actually say that. The story ends on him telling them they need more cups for a spot of tea. And we can see the photo is of only him at his old place. And now there's a new photo with all of his friends. So you're telling me he packed a big suitcase with just a broken teacup and a photo of himself, why not just pocket it? He would have been able to travel a bit lighter and gotten a bit farther, don't you think? But seriously, besides the fact he was dragging around an empty suitcase like a three-year-old going on vacation with his family and his parents gave him a backpack with only a band-aid and a toy car in it, the picture is just of him. Does he know how vain that looks? I mean, I could see a picture of him with his dead wife or something. But just himself? That's past strange. You know, putting it all together, the photo and the empty suitcase, if I were these towns animals, I would run far away because he's definitely planning on murdering them and stuffing them in the suitcase. So, what's the moral here? I believe Chris was going for something about trust. But honestly, both sides had no reason to trust one another, and after the whole story, they still don't. I mean, One guy shows up, all beat up, with an empty suitcase, which you don't do unless you're planning on stealing something, and then he proceeds to sleep in the street. That's not a guy you want around your town. And the other three animals were clearly in a gang, and beat the guy's suitcase open to see things they had no right to see. If that doesn't destroy all trust, I don't know what would. Sorry, doing a piss poor job repairing a teacup and the suitcase you purposely broke doesn't regain trust. So, then what is the moral here? If it isn't, we should be able to trust one another. I'm glad he asked. It's simple. When in doubt, call the police. If a grifter shows up, call the police. If a group of animals break into your shit, call the police. If everyone called the police earlier, none of this would have happened. So what do I think of Chris's piece of literature? It was out there. Much of the interaction was random and felt forced at times. There was no real setup to give us an understanding of where and why the story is happening. We also never do figure out why the creature left his home in the first place. Did his electric car burn his house down? Did his wife catch him cheating? Or was he tired of doing yard work? We'll never know. And as for the moral, it completely missed the mark. I wanted to like this one, though, because of Chris's illustrations. They had plenty of color, and Chris's style was distinct to him, with simplistic and relatable characters. If you're traveling with someone who always has to bring their big-ass bags, and you're stuck waiting on them all the time because they have to check their bags, show them this. It might scare them into packing a little more efficiently. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 2.3. I'll have a taste, push it around to make it look like I ate it, and go back for another bite, because I have a spot of tea to wash it down with. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.